You're listening to The Dirt on Dating Show with your host, Misha Noah. Get ready for real stories with everyday people on topics like the hottest dating apps, when to commit, and how to find a partner you actually click with. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah. And I'm Mish. And today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Courtney. Courtney is from San Francisco and currently lives in Los Angeles. She is a musician and likes onesies and cats. Yay. So Courtney, how are you? I'm peachy keen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so you're snickering here as we're as we're as we're talking about what it's like to date you, because we were talking earlier that you you said if you look up single in the dictionary, you will find my tombstone. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. That was where I lie. Okay. And how long have you been single? Honestly, I've only been, well, I don't really know. (laughs) No, I dated somebody for eight months previously. I mean, like recently. And then I guess they kind of like ghosted me out for three months and fizzled. So I don't really know how long I've been single. Well, tell us a, tell us a little bit about, you know, maybe that last relationship and, you know, was it something that you would have liked to continue? Yes, but I was not getting my needs met and my needs were like bare minimum, bare minimum, like see me once a week, talk to me every few days. Like I'm not a very needy girlfriend. I think I used to be when I was younger, but yeah, I just, I, I'm so focused on my work and stuff. I'm really just looking for like a partner in crime, somebody who's as ambitious as me and willing to not put so much stress on the relationship and just kind of like letting it Mm-hmm. be good but also clarifying what in the fuck we are sorry am i allowed to cut <laughs> yeah you can yes, you can you say can. anything you uh, want okay. yeah so what do you think is like the main reason why you're not necessarily finding that person that because it sounds like your needs or your expectations are not very high i think it's, it's just no. like you just want somebody that you know appreciates you for you and and has the time Let to me- spend together so what what is it that that makes you feel like you're not meeting that person. Well, I'm going to say after this last relationship, like I'm pretty sure my needs or not my needs, but um, my list of what I'll put up with is probably going to be very, you ever seen that picture of SpongeBob where he has that long list and it's like everything that he's going to do with Patrick, that's going to be my list of needs and like what I want. Yeah. So <laughs> got to set those standards high. Exactly. Did you not just clarify that at the beginning? And so you felt that you kind of got taken advantage of in the last relationship? I think what tends to happen with me, and I've had guys that I've dated say this to me, and it hasn't been more than one and it hasn't been, or it's been more than one and it's been more than two. So if it's been more than two, I'm assuming that this is a thing. I've had guys say to me that like, I approached you because I saw your Instagram and I thought you were pretty. And then I got to know you 
blah, blah, blah. And I think what happens is that living in a culture that's social media based and also being in LA, people look at the exterior and build up this idea in their head of what the person is. And then when they get to know them and they realize that they're an actual human being that like isn't perfect and, you know, like burps and freaking you know, has depression, then they realize that it's not what they thought it was. That's really got to be a hard blow to take because it's not necessarily you that is the root of that. It's in, in fact, it's their own sort of yeah. perception, right? Like they're yeah. sort of putting this ideal woman out there and then uh, yeah. resenting you for being real because just- it's, yeah, because it's not, you're not a, their fantasy. I'm just not the type of girl to spend effort every single day on my makeup and hair. Like if y'all don't have curly hair, you don't understand how long this like this shit sucks. Not that girl that wakes up every day and does that. And I need somebody who's going to be okay with that. And it's like, they say that they're okay with the chill, relaxed, easygoing girl. And then they find a girl who tries to maintain this Barbie reality and they move towards that. That's Mm. what I've found. So you're choosing the wrong guys then, because I know that there are guys out there that totally would love you to be like in comfy clothes all the time with no makeup and crazy curly hair, you know? Girl, they ain't in LA. Come on. Yeah, honestly, dating in LA is a joke. (laughs) (laughs) All the rock, all the pebbles. Ain't nobody here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's talk some stories then, if you'd be okay. willing to share some stories about oh, just about your dating adventures. And maybe okay. we can <laughs> figure out through sharing these stories how we can help you either A, find, uh, <laughs> find a way to find these guys, these mythical unicorns that are just going to be real and, and like not pretentious and surface level because <laughs> they're <laughs> out there and they are in LA. It's just a matter of how do we, how do we yeah. help you find them, right? So. Enough- is that I always look for a guy who kind of is in the same realm as me. Like I've tried this sound and I don't, I hope nobody listening to this thinks that this is pretentious. It's just, I've tried it and it doesn't work. It's hard for me to date somebody who does a strict nine to five and doesn't have Mm -hmm. any other creative source because I am not a nine to fiver. I'm a musician and I need somebody else who understands that. Yeah, it's absolutely. Tell us a story about one of the dates that you've had that went particularly well, like you had a great time and you're just looking back and it was like, oh, you know what? I actually had a good time. And if, if we got to spend more time together, I would have liked that. So that will be a hard question for me to answer because I've actually only ever been asked out on proper dates three times. Three? Three times, dude. That's what I'm saying. People like guys do not approach me. I've, I'm usually the one to approach. Three mm, days. Man, 20- they're, they're missing out. What, what, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to say like think I'm dressed up as no, straight. but you're like Courtney is <laughs> drop dead gorgeous. I'll tell you that. I know. Yeah, it actually, like literally. So these guys are missing out. Do you think maybe they're just intimidated that they're like, oh, this musician, she's By creative, what? she's wild, she's cool, <laughs> like. But but I don't. The idea of intimidating. See, to me, what's intimidating is when you see a girl who has hair done perfect, and she knows how to contour, and she's in like the cute little outfit. That's intimidating. A girl wearing a baggy t-shirt and skinny jeans, 
burping like that's just not <laughs> and, and like if they are intimidated then like move on you know no one should have to I read there's something the other day I saw basically being like you know like if if they make you feel like you need to be quiet be loud you know or like all these different things kind of just like do you and be you and if someone's intimidated then like we're not meant to be together anyways like move on you mm-hmm. know like if you like because a, a real man you know I, well that's another problem too is like when you're like an alpha a lot of I feel like guys act like they like that, but when they like get to know you more then they're like, Oh, you know, or like when you are so you and it's like, okay, but also no one's ever satisfied. That's the problem. Everyone's chasing that imaginary. Always everything else than what's everything in front of you. You could. And that's why, and we all sit here and we're like, Oh, it's what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? It's not your problems. Their fucking problem. Mm. No. And that's what we, that's what you got to remember. I've died most every man at this point with ADD. (laughs) (laughs) Sociopaths. You all have ADD. (laughs) ADD. I mean, that's not far from the truth, especially with, with all the, this Instagram and, and all the distractions that we have. It's, it does get very easy. So, and and finding a way to have that creative outlet with somebody else and like have the time to, to soak in the companionship of someone else, I think is, 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 is a lost art, right? Like, we're, we have to actively practice that in order yeah. to keep that fresh. So, you know, with that in mind, um, what would a good relationship look like for you? Well, my last relationship, even though it was like, uh, what, what even was that? We did not argue. We had three arguments in a score of months. And I realized having that for the first time, that is something that I need. I don't like to argue. I don't like to raise my voice. It just, it's not healthy. And I'm at that age where like, if it's going to interfere with my emotions and my work, then it's not right for me. Mm -hmm. Like just don't want arguments. I like to be able to sit down and talk it out and communicate I also want somebody who's okay with communicating about whatever. Like there shouldn't be topics that are too taboo. Like if you devote your time to date someone, you allow yourself to talk on things that you wouldn't talk about if you weren't dating. Mm. And what role do you see yourself playing in this, in this relationship where you do have the communication, you do have that, like the back and forth when you're just yourself and you feel that you're trusted and, and, or that you're in a, in a relationship that's that's very trusting and you feel that someone has your back what kind of role does courtney play what do you mean are like, we doing playing no, like just <laughs> not role playing per se but like where you know what would make you feel just like very loved and appreciated and and when you feel that like how would you see yourself either like giving time giving you know companionship yeah. support like what what dynamic do you see yourself uh, having in the relationship I would love to find a relationship because I have a habit of, I like to spoil my partners. Like one time a previous ex, like for their birthday, I got us a trip to Hawaii. Like, I'm not saying I need that, but like, I want a partner that is going to listen to little things that I like or like something as simple as like my favorite flavor of iced tea. And then like surprise me one day with that, just like little things to make me feel like they're constantly there and connected and listening, you Mm -hmm. know? Got it. And then how do you typically, how do you typically 
try to meet men now? I don't. You you know how many dating apps I've downloaded and then swiped and then I just delete them or I just never respond. <laughs> I don't have the energy to sit there and be like, hi, my name's Courtney. My favorite color is emerald green. I have three cats. You know, <sighs> like I just, I really am the type of person to be like, let's meet up in person. But obviously mm-hmm. we can't do that right now. So. Yeah. You know, I had an interesting conversation, uh, actually just the last, the last interview we did. And the, the woman was basically saying that as a, as a female, sometimes you can give some feminine energy and, and put yourself in a position in which to, to be very vulnerable. And we yeah. can say like, if you're at the grocery store, you try to act, exercise this thing, like asking for help. And so you say like, would you, would you help me carry my groceries out? And what that allows is this interaction and, and it helps like a man exercise his masculine energy yeah. and, and come and help you. And, and that might be something that, I don't know, maybe that could be something that you could give a shot as far as being like, all right, let me give guys a little, a little nudge in the right direction and say like, here's a little layup for you. Let's see what happens. You know, if you, if the guy yeah. helps you out with the, with the groceries and then he has this opportunity to strike up a conversation and be like, Hey girl, what's your number? I've never seen a I've never seen a cute guy at the grocery store. I don't know about you. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> Bob the Builder, like what? For the electrician, not that there's anything with that, but like these men are like seventy, you know. Like I'm, I'm I've never seen a cute guy at the grocery store. Maybe mm. I grocery shopping in Echo Park. <laughs> what type do you think that you're attracted to? Is it older men? Is it is it your age? Oh. Like I know we talked about creatives, right? But <laughs> older men, I'm so sorry, but if you're over 35, I probably will not lust for you. I'm not into the daddy thing that a lot of women in LA are into. Really, <laughs> them to be close to so my. Like if they were 40, you wouldn't be down. Are they gonna get my SpongeBob references? Like if you can. <laughs> do that man put a ring on it if we can sit in pikachu onesies and watch spongebob and you're 40 i'm down but most of the time they're not it's a disconnect almost sometimes you know yeah because like when i've definitely i've 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 talked to someone that was 40 and and i'm 27 and there were definitely moments where he would say things from like his like era, whatever, you know, it's not like that far of a stretch. He'd say stuff and I'd be like, huh? And then he, I would say something and he wouldn't know. And then I'm like, okay. you guys are hilarious. You realize I'm almost 40. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not saying I'm against for I just said I was talking to someone who's 40, but what I will say is there are times there is a disconnect and it's just kind oh, of yeah. funny. Cause you're yeah. like, yeah. Oh my gosh. But age is just the number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'll tell you what, I will never date somebody who is 19 ever again at 28 years old. But you dated someone who's 19? <laughs> I did. I did. Tell us, about, tell us about that. How did that go down? He worked at a coffee shop down the street from me and we flirted, whatever. And then this is so weird. And then a swarm of bees came and I had to stay in the coffee shop because people couldn't exit because there was a swarm of bees outside. <laughs> So we ended up talking and exchanging numbers and I kind of ghosted him for a month. I tend to do that. I'll get a number from a guy and then I'll do this thing where I just want to see like how in tune they are to like meet up or talk to me because I'm not into the whole one text of, hey, what's up? I want to like know that you're into me because I've been 
let down so many times. Mm. And we ended up dating for six months and then it ended. And that was a, yep. What would you say is like the biggest lesson you learned from like that ending? Don't date somebody who's nine years younger than you. <laughs> I go to the bar. They're just walk like away. so not even experienced like I'm, in anything. It's like you, like, don't you feel like you're such a different person from even like a year, you know, like. I, yeah, but also like, here's the thing. My last relationship was a 34 year old man and he was more emotionally immature. I'm so sorry if he hears this, but you were so emotionally (laughs) compared to a 19 year old. And my theory is that before you hit 25, you are open to connecting and it's more lovey and you haven't been scarred enough. And then from like 25 to 30, you probably have been in a bad relationship or in a girl has broken your heart. And then from like 30 to 40, you just are like, nah, I'm going to do my thing, work on myself, my career. And then 40 comes and you're like, oh, maybe I should start looking to settle down. I think that's facts. How do you feel about that, Noah? It's, <laughs> it's very true. I, I, I believe that there's something about in your younger years, it's all about you right? Like your own growth, your, your own development. And as you get older, it's more about the people around you. And there's just a gradual transition that happens. Yeah. And I really wish that people would understand that you can work on yourself and have a companion. If you find the balance and also talk to each other openly about what your needs and your wants are. I don't feel like people ever sit down and do that. I've asked guys before, like, why don't we make a list of like your needs and your wants and my needs and my wants and they never want to do it. <laughs> when the, the, time, the times that you were asked out, those are probably pretty important times for you. Walk us through the, what happened. Like, what was it a fun experience? Was it a bad experience? I mean, all the, the three dates that I've had outside of already being in a relationship were good. I've never had a bad date, but I also haven't had enough of them to know what a bad date actually. There is one. We went to a restaurant. He showed up. It was a nice restaurant. He showed up in jeans and a t-shirt and he smelled like B.O. really bad. (laughs) Has to split the bill. So that's fine. But I am an old school girl. I take pride in always wanting to be the girl that you take home to mom. So it's very important for me that there's some old school type things instilled. Mm. Um, Paying for the first date is one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. I have no problem splitting a bill either, but if it's the first date and also like yeah. take a shower, bro. Yeah. I mean, he was European, so. Oh, <laughs> oh no excuse. I don't yeah. care what you are. Shower, no. put some deodorant on, put a little cologne on, bro. Like gross. Yeah. I feel. All right. Well, as we're, as we're working towards wrapping up here, final question, what would you want a guy to, to, to do to approach you? Just freaking approach me. Just walk up to me. Slide in my DMs. Like, I don't care. I just approach me. Like, All right. I'm just relaxed. Do you, wanna, do you want us to list your Instagram in the in the show notes so the guys that are interested can 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 come by and say what's up? Do it. But if I get like Khajiit from India, I don't. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. You're going to find someone special. You just got to keep, keep on trucking. Yeah, I'm open to it. But right now is like, I'm focused on my career. So mm-hmm. 
and with lockdown, it's hard to go out and pick up strangers at the bar. So yeah, fair. Mm. That's fair. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Courtney, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's been a blast. And I, and I certainly you. hope that, that you'll find that, that hot guy at the grocery store. <laughs> I use Instacart, so probably not. But. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe the delivery guy will be hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right everyone thank you so much for tuning into this episode don't forget to swing by itunes leave us a review uh positive reviews are the best of course if you have some feedback drop that in as well so we can keep growing and if you want to be featured on the show visit dirtondating.com slash single to introduce yourself you could also just send me a dm at follow noah and we'll get you on the show all right everyone thank you so much and we'll see you tomorrow Thanks for listening to this episode of the Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.